Hey, it's the December 29th edition, episode number 35, Three Songs Podcast. Mike Hogan here with Bob Nastanovich. Did you survive the Christmas break there, Bob? It was really good. Yeah. My mother's birthday is, is today. Wow, happy birthday, yeah. Mother Nastanovich. Wow. Yeah, oh, yeah, Katie's good. Yeah, Aww. she's doing all right. I, just, I had a wonderful eight days with her, you know. Fantastic. Yeah, and, it's been uh, a while. It's been like 10 days since we've talked, huh? Yeah, pretty much, and, and Katie's doing well, and my buddy Greg Meister, he's also, it's his birthday, I think he might be 33 today. <laughs> wow. You know, yeah, a youngin'. 1229's a big day, 1229's a big day. Yeah, awful. Mostly because of Katie, but like, anyways. That's great. Well, good to talk like, to you. Like like you, I'm, I'm blessed uh, with a mother who's a great friend. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's good. That's good. And, and, uh. And they're you know, still kicking about. They're still kicking about. That's, that's, both, both of our dads are gone. That's right. I was just going to say, you know, the the holidays. Yeah. You know, there's always there's, there's always something missing because I know your dad's gone, and my dad's gone. But uh, but it's it's nice when family's around. Uh, I wasn't um, with my mom or my sister because they're three thousand miles away. But we, you know, of course, you know, modern technology. We did the FaceTime and uh, you know Teddy, who was of course. In the intro there, um, he had a great, great oh, Christmas. Ghost <laughs> oh, and Ghost is there. Ghost in the house. A yeah. little, uh, a little cameo from Whitney there. Yeah, a little wit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Well, let's uh, let's play some music, <laughs> man. Yeah. You got uh, you. You're dealing with Ghost. I'm gonna I'm gonna start it off. I'm gonna start I'm it good. off. I'm good. With, with a uh, band from Sydney. We've played a lot of Australian bands. This is another one. We, most of the Australian bands we've played have been more of the, uh, you know, pop, guitar, indie, I guess, vein. We haven't played many. Oh my God, I really don't remember what we played from Australia. Well, we? the go-betweens, and while you were gone, I played the Triffids, and... Uh, yeah, see, I missed, all, I missed all of it. Yeah, I know, but uh, I could play another Triffids song. Triffids are, under, I think, vastly underappreciated. Um, we're gonna play. Uh, you're, you're gonna play the Australian X. I am gonna play the Australian X. We, 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 the, yeah, the first. So you're gonna kick it into high gear. Oh. Be, like usually, go like sweet and soulful and right, like, kind of kicking at the start. Like right. you're gonna kick us off like in like a yeah. harsh spot. Like, yeah. Well, you know what it is. It's, it's we're two days from New Year's Eve. Uh, a lot of people are gonna be out. A lot of people are gonna be crazy. Um, this is this is the X, the Australian X from their album. X Aspirations, uh, if you get it, uh, you know it's Aspirations. It was released in 1980, I believe. Reissued uh, probably in the late 80s. Ghost is excited, I can tell. Uh, reissued. It's actually through actually through a glass door. It's the first indoor podcast yeah. I've ever done. Wow. Yeah, it's cold yeah. there. Uh, it's zero degrees. Yeah. What do you care? It's like let, let them fire it up. Let, let, Anyways, let him let him up for the X. Let him run. Um, yeah. So so this one was reissued uh, ninety early nineties, maybe late eighties by uh, Amphetamine Reptile, which is how I came across it. Oh, that's uh, that Hazelmeyer guy. Yeah, that's right. Halo of flies. But uh, you know, it's just. Did you ever see them? No, I the flies. I didn't. Uh, I would imagine it was crazy. But uh, but yeah, just that was, they weren't actually very good. No, well, you know. 
That's okay. You know, and he's kind of mean spirited guy. Yeah, that's you know. That's beside the point. That's the way it goes. That's the way play it goes. Play a great band. Play a great band. I will. This is it's play a, two. Play two. This is fun. Well, maybe yeah. Maybe maybe I'll let him. Maybe I'll let him run. Uh, I'm gonna start with. A, I don't want to go out. And maybe if I'm feeling crazy, I'll let it run into delinquent cars. But uh, oh, do what you want, Mike. You're the engineer. Yeah, they're short songs. We can do it. This yeah. is uh, this is X uh, appropriate for New Year's Eve, especially if you're staying in. I don't want to go out. Oh, if you go, it's a, it's an amateur night. To go out. Yeah. What do you think, Bob? Let it run. Yeah, let it run. Steve Lucas, man. Let's do it. Where am I going, Stevie? Delinquent cars. Yeah. Double bubble. Yeah.
There you go, Bob. X. I like that. X. Yeah, nineteen eighty. Classic. Sydney. Sydney. That's right. Sydney. I know so I'd been wanting to play X well since the first episode when you played X, the LA band, and I played the X. This is the Yeah. The Triumvirate. We, we, fi- we, we finally completed completed the X Trinity Trinity. Um, and I know we've talked the about the XX. Uh, letter in the alphabet. That's right. <laughs> we talked about the XX, <laughs> and uh, you know, there's even the Cleveland punk band XX. You know, we'll have to play all of them at some point, but uh, but yeah. Well, I don't think we've really covered the letter C as much as we should have. No, we can do that. We can do that soon. We'll uh, do that right now. So yeah. the well, we'll do it right now because I'm gonna play car seat headrest. Okay. Off their album "Teens of Denial" on Matador Records, and we're this is a a band that like uh, started in, in Leesburg, Virginia, yep, and moved their act to Seattle, right? Okay, Seattle. You're in Leesburg. You're near Leesburg, Northern Virginia. I, I I thought they were an East Coast band. I didn't realize they're no, Seattle. they were an East Coast yeah. band, but they relocated to Seattle. Okay, nice. Yeah. So anyways, like, we'll talk about them afterwards, but this is the drum by Carsey Headrest off their album Tease of Denial.
Good old indie rock is alive and well. Whoa, whoa. We all love bands that support the Transgender Law Center. Yeah. And uh, that's Will Toledo. Or Will Toledo. Is it and is, um, going strong? Is it one and, guy uh, essentially, or is it a band? I mean, I, there's a band. Okay. Yeah. I've uh, seen it live. I sure would like to. I, you know, I, the only time I've ever seen anything about them live, I actually saw them on like the Tonight Show or something like that. But uh, how was that? How was it? It was good. They were good. You know, they yeah. rock. They rock. I mean, the it's it's funny because you know they the sound of that is a bit of a throwback, right? I mean, it's a bit of a throwback to the '90s. Dare I call it lo-fi ethic, which I think you know a little bit about. Um, you know, it's just got that kind of guided by voices, really good rocking songs, but like really compressed recording on like you know cheap equipment. Uh, that's what it reminds me of. Well, I don't know how cheap their equipment was, but that's very accurately explained by you, Mike. <laughs> well, I, I like it, that. It, yeah. it, it could be, you know, it could be like the Dolly. You've you actually know, the, like effectively like pigeonholed them. Well, I don't, I, don't, I don't mean to. I don't mean to. No, I just, that's fair enough. When know, I first heard assessment. them, I I thought, you know, this is a this is this is the kind of thing in in a in a very good way feels familiar but new at the same time, you know. Like yeah, it, it felt it felt like it fit in with a lot of those bands, the bands I loved in the nineties. Yeah, so, yeah. So thanks. I'm not gonna argue with that. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, you're Keep you're the spirit alive. You uh, you were in in maybe kind of still are in one of the bands that I lo- I loved in the nineties. So, uh, you know. It's to take that as a compliment. Well, which one? Like, because I was in two bands in the nineties. That's true. That's true. Um. You know. Actually, it was in like four. <laughs> yeah, well, the two the two main ones. Um, you know, I I I I love the Silver Jews in to ex- an extent. Maybe at least I don't know if I'd say I love them more than Pavement, but like I, I feel like I've discovered them a lot later. I mean, I bought the first Silver Jews EP. I bought the first seven inch. And Sorry two, about that. That's okay. You know, I mean, it yeah. felt like. Like it didn't feel like a distinct thing. It just felt like a noise experiment, which I love. Believe me, I love noise experiments. Well, um, we didn't know what we were doing. Yeah, that's okay. That's good. You, but you, you know, obviously found your footing. Um, Not me. The others did. Well, but. you, you collectively. You know, I'll let you. I'll let you ride that wave too. But uh, well, anyways, that doesn't have anything to do with car seat headrest. It, it, it One does. of the most interesting things about that band is that they, that Will like felt the need like uh, to like record all of his vocals in the back seat of a car. Well, see, and, and you know that's which is the amazing comfort zone. Yeah, like like are you a driver? Right, you drive right. Uh, like, when you when sure. your family goes on the road, like sure, yeah. Do you? I'm who the drivers? driver. Yep, I'm the driver. Right. And, like, my wife doesn't drive Whitney, you know, yeah. so, like, I'm always a driver, like, and it's, like, to be in the backseat of a car is a tremendous feeling, like, it's so great, like, it's, like, so joyous for me, like, and I can understand why, like, why Will did that, like, I'm in the backseat of a car, like, I knew my vocals back here, because I'm, like, he recorded all in the comfort zone, I, I don't even know if he still applies that tactic, but I, I tip my cap to his brilliance on that move. 
Well, you know, I mean, and I guess it goes back to, I mean, you, you said I don't know how much that applies to car seat headdress. I, the reason why I bring it up is I would be surprised if some of the work that you did in the 90s isn't a big influence on bands like car seat headdress. Well, well, I, I don't and, and, know. And I don't mean that to, you know, put you on the spot or anything like that, but I, it's just, it's nice to see the way, and I don't know how old Will is or these, these you know. And to but, me, they sound I'm, a lot more like Dinosaur Jr. or like Sebado. Yeah, but, maybe, yeah. maybe, but, but you know, the just the, the kind of, and and maybe it's it's they've got really good equipment. And guided by voices. And guided by you voices know, for sure. Yeah, they sound like you know way more like that. Like, yeah, that's but that's fine. But I mean, I think it's it's the it's like the one idea. of the weirdest things about pavement is that, like like people like you know like say like oh it sounds like pavement like you know to me it doesn't really you know well no and I, musically maybe not but I think it sounds what, more like Buffalo Tom to me. Well, I guess, but Buffalo Tom wasn't the kind of band that would have recorded vocals in a car. You know, Buffalo Tom was a little bit more polished. I think one of the things that bands like Pavement, certainly Sebado, um, you know, Guided by Voices, certainly the Silver Jews, what you guys did was you helped democratize music a little bit. And you didn't need to save up your money and scrimp and save and go into the big studio and get the backing of a big label it was like you could record crappy sounding equipment on crappy sounding four tracks or a mixer like easy we're doing tiger, this podcast easy tiger. well uh, hey you know i mean because that payment shit was recorded on a 15 track studio those early ones not sleigh tracks no, 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 not, not, probably not perfect sound forever. Probably not, you know. Oh, you're going way back. No, but the, Santa Chandler was like 15 tracks. Well, okay. But, but by the time, by the time Matador had heard about it, you know, and was guessing this is the case with car seat headdress, by the time Matador got involved, there was already a, enough of a buzz. I mean, we mentioned wedding present on the, on the previous show. You know, wedding present was covering Box Elder. You know, like this was there was there was a buzz here, and it wasn't because it was recorded on fifteen tracks. It was it was that the songs carried through despite the uh, you know more primitive recording methods. And I think <laughs> I think that's that's to me. Like, well, it's like, do you want to sound like Sticks or do you want to sound like Sebado? Well, right, right, <laughs> right. And the point being, like, if you've got a good song, you don't need to sound like Sticks. The song is enough, you know. And I think that was, and when I say democratizing the music, like that was what it was about. It was, it was less about the effects and and the stuff that needed to get added to it because that was all just extra crap that didn't do anything it was about the song well it's all about the words really but that's all beside the point yeah anyways what's your next track like uh, that's a fantastic analysis of lo-fi indie rock (laughs) (laughs) i I had no idea i was gonna even do that um so i don't know where that came from i don't either i don't either well (laughs) i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna keep the the aggression going Uh, yeah keep it going i'm gonna amp up the aggression in fact bob um geez louise okay go ahead (laughs) but i'm gonna go i'm gonna go down to the to louisville you know a place that you're 
very oh, familiar Lord. with. This is a band from Louisville I don't even know. Yeah, this is a band. I think they only put out one seven inch. It's kind of it's one of those you know, if you can find it, it's probably gonna cost you a couple hundred bucks, but um Oh, fuck that. Right, exactly. Um, Let's make the, this show explicit. The reason why I uh, I even heard of them was they were covered by... You remember a band called The Anti-Scene? Yeah, absolutely. I saw them a couple times live from North Carolina. Yeah, so the... Dangerous, an- very dangerous band. Very yeah, dangerous band. For, for sure, and it's appropriate. I, I, maybe maybe while we're doing... I don't know if it's worth it, but... Um, anti-scene, well, snip them up. Like, you can find a good anti-scene if, snippet. Well, maybe what I'll do is I'll try and find the cover. The reason why I heard this song was Anti-Scene covered this song uh, probably four or five years after it was released. I think it came out in a 7-inch in 1984. The band is Broken Talent... And the song, it's it's just one of those. It's like so, you know, it's punk rock, but the, it's it's like such a brag song. You know, it's like when you're on the playground and you're like, yeah, well, my dad's stronger than yours. My dad could beat up yours. This this takes it one level above that. This one's, my God can beat up your God. Oh my Lord! Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Hit it <laughs> by Broken Talent. Well, Bob, what do you think of that one? That was very vicious. <laughs> yeah, that's a band I know almost nothing about, other than that one seven-inch. Uh, Me neither. I, I don't know if they ever went on to do anything else. I, I don't think that they... I don't even know if they like influenced any of the bands that came later. Uh, you know who would probably know is David Grubbs. Uh, wow, maybe, yeah. I met maybe, him when I was 18 years old. Yeah, maybe I'll, maybe I'll, after I post this, maybe I will reach out to him on Twitter and mention Broken Talent and see if he... Well, he's like very involved with Russian studies. That's true, he is. But, you know, I mean, he, he, um, 
he likes you know he likes his old Louisville punk rock like Circle X and bands like that. So you know maybe he'll maybe he'll buy. Wow, well, the End Tables are the best the, best and, punk rock band from Louisville. And the End Tables, which we've teased before but haven't played yet. So uh, and I well, bring so, one up, bring one up. Ah, uh, boy, I don't have what well, here. While while we're looking White Glove Test. While we're looking for the End Tables. I'm gonna. I'm yeah, gonna. I'll, 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 in fact, I'll shift gears. I'll go to my next selection. Well, I was just gonna. I'll go to, maybe, I'll go to like current bands. I was gonna snip at the anti scene. I found their cover of "My God Can Beat Up Your God." Do you want to hear it? Just All a right, go ahead. few seconds. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Few, yeah. few seconds. So there you go, Bob. Little little they amped it up a little bit, you know. Oh God. <laughs> You've yeah. seen them live, huh? Nowhere near as good as the end tables. Oh no, no. I saw them. Yeah, they were dangerous. They're like North Carolina guys like playing at Maxwell's like getting vicious and like whatever. But uh You want me to I got show I, down to like a new level. I got the end tables if you want. You want me to do that? You wanna go there? You wanna well, go wait, well wait, because they're, they're very good. Okay. I mean, We've gotta give them their due. Yeah. We'll give them their due. Yeah, they're way better than the last two bands you played. But uh, <laughs> oh, way, damn. way Touche. And, uh, I'm going to play Horse Words, who I found out recently are going to play at Mission Creek Festival in Iowa City in a couple months. I'm so psyched. I'm a huge fan. Horse Words from Baltimore, Maryland. And I, I first like got hit to their album like three years ago, Hidden Cities, which is a fantastic listen. And uh, now they've got a new a newish album called Interventions, and this is called Truthers by Horse Lords from Baltimore, Maryland.
That was cool. Horse Lords. Yeah, go see them. Yeah? Are they, uh, are they, so they're playing near you. Are they doing like a full tour? They tour a lot. Yeah? Okay. Well, you know, if I, if I ever make it out of the, uh, <laughs> the queen's basement uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll check them out I, I actually came across them not too long ago um because they were mentioned they they put out a that that was kind of a longer song and it like what i noticed about them the the little i've heard is that they're very into repetition but oh, in, yeah. in a good way like in a uh, you know, reinforcing repetition, and then well, like, they they build their repetition. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It builds and slowly changes. They they yeah. put out an album this year, which I don't know if you've listened to it. It's called Mixtape. It's got two songs, but they're both over twenty minutes long. Yeah, no, yeah, they don't kid around. They don't kid around, and those songs. Yeah, it's have like. You been, have you been to Baltimore? Uh, I've never been. Never been. I've watched The Wire. Does that count? Never saw the Preakness. <laughs> no, I've, I've watched the Preakness. I've never. I have. So speaking of the Preakness, within you know, like a couple feet from me, I have a uh, three foot by four foot framed photo of a Fleet Alex. The moment he's his nose oh, is, is sideways, didn't he? he, he did. Yeah, he his nose sideways. is at the ground. When, yeah. he, when Scrappy T came over and clipped heels, and Jeremy Rose nearly fell, fell out of the saddle. So, uh, well, I would have I actually would have cashed a very large bet on that race. Actually, one of the biggest ever. Scrappy T. Oh, the Super back then, yeah. Scrappy T. I played one two in the Super. I well, thought he was in a huge race. Yeah. Well, you know, Scrappy T would have gotten dis- disqualified. At, you know, and it's like there's no way Scrappy T uh, was winning that race after you know because even if he finished first, he's coming down. He ran a very brave race. He did. Very brave race. He did. He did. But it's, 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 there's no question who the best horse in that race was. You know Rotom, right? Scrappy T? No. What's the famous guy from New York that had to retire? Uh, about 10. There's a few. Like Joe 10. Hirsch? No, the most famous guy. I think he might even be in the Hall of Fame. I'm not like, like he's a... Uh, well, it's all, but I digress. But like, <laughs> he, 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 he hit him left-handed. Right. Like, oh, 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 oh. You mean the jockey, um, mm. Ramon, Ramon Dominguez? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ramon Dominguez. Yeah, yeah. yeah he hit him left-handed, and, and he jumped. That's, he jumped yeah, to the left. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. But uh, Ramon Dominguez. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Because he's putting everything left, right, and center. Then remember. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's that was. Like uh, the collective it was the, gasp, the Ramon era. I, I I can still remember watching that live. I was actually at the races at Emerald Downs, and Whoa. they they put I, know, I was at Arlington Park. They put uh you know a good third like sixty minutes between races so that everybody could focus on the Preakness. I remember. Ah. I remember everyone was watching, and just the collective gasp that let out the moment that happened. And then, you know, he recovered and, of course, won the race. So, yeah, uh, Baltimore, never been, but. uh, How do you feel about. Do you like crabs? Sure, sure. I'm, you know, yeah, I like them. I'm not like, you know, it's not. It's not enough of a draw that I would make a trip just for crabs. But I like <laughs> if I would. I, I mean, see, like my dad, he, my dad caught a lot of crabs in his life. My yeah. dad, like, 
my dad, uh, Bob Sr., he used to work in the library after he retired. He'd teach the kids how to pick blue crabs. Nice. Nice. On the Piag Tank River. Nice. Red, blue, yeah. And, like, if you didn't pick them fast enough, he'd take them off. <laughs> yeah. Much, That's all beside the point. Horse Lords. Much, much love to Bob Sr. Yeah. Horse Lords. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> didn't think, didn't think we'd go from Horse Lords to talking about horses to talking about Bob Sr., but, um, that's the beauty of the horse swords. They, they're going to make you talk about horses, aren't they? I guess they are, yeah. Even by accident. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't even know if any of them have ever seen a horse race, but I can't wait to see them live. Yeah, I would imagine yeah. they're they're a really good live band. Just, just the stuff that I've heard from them, they just feel like they're intense, and it just goes on and on and on and doesn't let up. You know, it's well, like we look no forward to things in 2018, a lot of things in 2018. That's right. But, like the first thing I look forward to is seeing Horse Horse live. Yeah. Good. I'm with you. I'll go. It's in March. It's in March. Nice. Iowa City. Bring the whole family out. Okay. Get the guest room yeah. good. Bring Teddy out. Okay. Like the ghost. So. Yeah. Teddy. Teddy. Teddy would love the ghost. I'm sure. You know. Yeah. It's uh, he'll he'll be. It's a very good lineup. He'll be five then because his birthday's in early March. So. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, well, um, I'm going to... Where are you going? Where are you going? I'm going to go... This. So this is a guy I don't know much about him. He's released a couple records. The most recent one just came out. His first out, his debut album came out last year, and I'm guessing he was about 65. Uh, he was a he was in the Army for a while in the 70s. Late to the game. Late to the game. He was a street performer. He was a gospel singer. He was a carpenter. Um, I don't think he was a Jewish carpenter. He still is a carpenter. Yep, he's, a carpenter. he's from Louisiana. Um, you know, it's appropriate this holiday season that we play some music from a carpenter. Uh, it's a guy named Robert Finley. Uh, and I think, you know, he came... He's from Bernice. He's from Bernice, Bernice Louisiana. Louisiana. He, he came to the attention of um, Dan Auerbach of the Black Keys... And I think that's how the first album came out. Maybe even this the second album that I'm going to play a song from um, that I've just uh, you know I heard recently, and I really it's just a really good blues soul record. I'll snippet it because the song I'm going to play is is actually the biggest departure. So I, I want you to get a sense of what the record sounds like for most of it, and then the last song on the album is the one I want to play. It's called Holy Wine, uh, and and it's um, you'll hear it. It just it doesn't sound like any of the rest. But I want to give context. I want to show you what most of it sounds like, which is really damn good. And um, yeah, it's pretty kick ass in its own right. This is from Going Platinum, which just came out. Uh, this is a little snippet of Get It While You're You Can. You're popping some serious adjectives, Mike. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know. Yeah. I mean, hey. Kick ass. Like, you know, like this. Is like, I've never well, heard of the guy. Check it. Check it, man. Check it. You, you right. tell me. You tell me afterwards. Um, All right. Maybe, maybe you know, we've got time. We've, we've got a little time. We've been running short. We've been running. This is only a two-minute 35 song. I'm gonna play. Maybe I'll play both. You get it while you can, and then we'll go into the one I wanted to play. You're cheating, man. I am cheating. Woman 
So there you go, just some good old smoking blues soul. I don't know what you call it, but that's the leadoff track of his new record. And it just it keeps that vibe throughout. Wow. Yeah. It's fun. It's a fun record. It's fun. Who put that out? Ah, uh, man, you asking me these Sorry, questions. Man. I don't Sorry. even know. I'm not Right. Uh, it's a smaller label that I'm not as familiar with. How'd you hear? How'd you hear about it? Um, you know, I saw something on a blog about it, and it had some songs, and so I streamed it, and then you know, I I got the the you know digital files. Easy Eye Sound is the name of the label. Um, they're based in Nashville. Oh, uh, it's the Black Keys label, I think. Um, All so. right. Yeah, they put out they put out uh, El Camino, the Black Keys record, and Lonely Boy, twelve inch. So I'm guessing it's it's very Black Keys, you know. Makes so what sense. are those dudes doing? Like they're still selling like white stripes. What are they doing? Black Keys. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. What are they doing? Yeah. yeah but, you know, the, I think the last thing they did. What did they put out? They, they're they're a good band. They are a good right? band. Yeah, they put out a record in 2014 that I didn't hear. Um, called blue, uh, turn blue on none such which is you know i guess it's their their label they the vinyl i guess comes out on um uh this label that put out uh robert finley uh, which is called uh, easy eye so what yeah. one, one funny thing about black keys everybody always talks about dan Auerbach. yeah yeah but the dude i know is patrick carney oh yeah yeah and like uh, the drummer, right? When he was a kid, yeah. When I was a kid, he was a kid too. He's like fifteen. We played in, I think, I think must play in Cleveland. It was where he would have seen us, I think. Gary had a watermelon. Gary had a watermelon, the big old watermelon. <laughs> and like he decided to tear that thing apart. Would have been ninety-two. And uh, Patrick was a kid. I don't. Yep. Uh, I I don't really know him from Adam, but I haven't seen him since. That's that's when I yeah. saw Pavement in '92. I saw. I think it was the twentieth. I, I saw an article write up of it and said it was going to be your twentieth show ever. <laughs> it was at the Kennel Club. Who knows? Kennel Club in San Francisco. Gary was out front shaking everyone's hand because he was so excited. It was a week before Slanted and Enchanted came out. He was so excited. The buzz. You know, people were. So into the album, Summer Babe had already been out as a seven inch, and the, the buzz. Well, was he big. wasn't even into it. Like the buzz, he was into his own buzz. No, no, well, no, but but the buzz was big, so there was a crowd, and he was shocked that the people were showing up. So he was he was out there shaking everyone's hand and thanking them personally for coming to the show. Which he did just about every night. Yeah, but, well, uh, I, yeah, but it, it, you know, as like I, I was probably 21 at the time and you know it was not not what it, I was used to. It, it really had a negative effect on his performance well, like i would imagine yeah because yeah. he's like uh when, when cause he, you get up there be like oh, i don't know yeah he wouldn't even know what was going on but that's all beside the point that's let's uh, pivot back to robert finley uh, for a second another bob here yeah so the song, so I, I played "Get It While You Can" not because it's not a great song, but because I kind of wanted to give context. That's what he sounds like. But the last song on the album is a song called "Holy Wine." That's no, just, we'll skip that. You you, you already queued up end tables, right? No, let's go back to Louisville. 
<laughs> you want you want to go back yeah, to yeah <laughs> yeah yeah what, what are we gonna play by end tables you gotta queue it up i got i got white glove test if you want to do that yeah yeah all right play that play we'll, that we'll we'll, yeah. we'll do that and then and then we'll come back to robert finley which is 79 louisville okay let's do it chili rigo chili rigo all right tables thanks bob i hadn't heard Fantastic. that one in a while yeah oh god i've got that seven inch somewhere in a in a storage space good move yeah yeah it's, it's, so do i it's not in storage space it's like sitting right over there by my turntable well you're smart you're smart man no i don't know i'm not <laughs> but i'm gonna i'm gonna play uh grooms a band from brooklyn 2017 this is their song end it's a band it's a uh, good people and uh, so spin it. All right. 
cool. I'd never heard that before. Yeah, they're a good band. Very overlooked. Huh? Current. Okay. I'll have to check them out. They're local, huh? Yeah. Travis Johnson and Emily Ambruso. Yeah, that's that's nice. That's nice. I'm definitely yeah. going to... Very New Zealandy. Yeah, hey. but it's... Yeah, but also, you know, a little My Bloody Valentine in the song. You know, it's just... it's Modest it's, Mouse. Like, yeah. Well, it's nice. That was that was cool. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You tipped me what on to something. Are you going to finish it off the show? I'm going to finish it off with the, the Robert Finley song. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Uh, Holy Wine. Go back to the badass. Yeah, this is uh, this is kind of a ballad, but it's a big ballad. This is uh, this is this is not how you expect a blues soul singer to end their record, but it's a good way. So thank you, Bob. Let's let's thank you. Let's uh, we'll take it we'll out with this. We'll see you tomorrow night. Yeah, let's do it.
Beautiful. Yeah. Not a, not what right. you'd expect from from a soul singer like what you heard on the earlier song, huh? No. Love you, mate. All right. See you tomorrow. Okay.